Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Bienvenidos al podcast del Nuevo Químico. Carlos Irza, testo podcast to New Chemist. Welcome by the podcast van the New Chemist. Bienvenue sur le podcast du Nouveau Chimiste. Bem-vindo ao podcast do Novo Químico. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Work hard. Be value-driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Travaillez dur. Soyez axé sur la valeur. Tu peux le faire. Vous pouvez grandir et l'apprendre. Vous pouvez être la différence dont vous et votre communauté avez besoin. N'abandonnez pas. Nous sommes ici pour vous encourager et vous encourager. N'abandonnez pas. Trabalhar duro. Seja orientado por valores. Você consegue. Você pode crescer e aprender. Você pode ser a diferença que você e sua comunidade precisam. Não desista. Estamos aqui torcendo e torcendo por você. Não desista. Duepse esclirá. Na odigita estinaxia. Boris na tocanis. Μπορείτε να μεγαλώσετε και να το μάθετε. Μπορείτε να είστε η διαφορά που χρειάζεστε εσείς και η κοινότητά σας. Μην τα παρατάς. Είμαστε εδώ για να σας ζητοκραυγάσουμε. Μην τα παρατάς. Τραβάχα δούρο. Σέα impulsado por el valor. Puedes hacerlo. Puedes crecer y aprenderlo. Usted puede ser la diferencia que usted y su comunidad necesitan. No te rindas, estamos aquí animándote y animándote. No te rindas. Berkhart. Wees waardig gedreven. Je kunt het. Je kunt groeien en leren. U kunt het verschil zijn dat u en uw gemeenschap nodig hebben. Geef niet op. We zijn hier om voor je te roten en te juichen. Geef niet op.
Work hard. Be value driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Thanks for listening. We're glad you were able to tune into this podcast. Once again, this is the new chemist where we discuss chemistry, which simply put is the science of change, as well as the other sciences, careers, community, research, and COVID-19. Thanks again for listening. Note, the views on this podcast represent those of my guests and I. You are very important, especially to us here at the New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant. Vous êtes très important, surtout pour nous ici au New Chemist Podcasting Group. Votre écoute est significative. Usted es muy importante, especialmente para nosotros aquí en The Nuche Mist Podcasting Group. Usted escuchando, es significativo. Você é muito importante, especialmente para nós do The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Você ouvindo, é significativo. Είστε πολύ σημαντικοί, ειδικά για εμάς εδώ στο The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Το να ακούς είναι σημαντικό. Sie sind sehr wichtig, besonders für uns hier bei The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Es ist wichtig, dass du zuhörst. Je bent erg belangrijk, vooral voor ons hier bij The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Dat je meeluistert, is veel betekenend. You are very important. Especially to us here at The New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant. to have you as a guest today. So Isaiah Swan. Thank you for having me. Yes. 
Isaiah Swan is a student in the Medical Sciences Training Program in Cell and Developmental Biology Graduate Program at the University of Virginia. Originally from Marietta, Georgia, Isaiah completed a degree in neuroscience at the University of Texas at Dallas and a postgrad year at the Warren Center for Neuroscience Drug Discovery at Vanderbilt before arriving at UVA in 2021. Broadly, he is interested in neurology and expanding our understanding of basic cellular processes and neurons, such as how elements of the neuronal skeleton contribute to axon, axon pathfinding and proper synapse formation. While passionate about research in medicine, he believes it's important to lead a fulfilled life outside of work. Swan enjoys spending his free time sampling local restaurants with friends, making music, watching reality TV shows, and exercising. So, wow, I'm Ian. I have Isaiah Swan, MPHC student and one of the students representative on the NCAA Board of Governors. This is definitely an honor and a treat. So, as we get started, what have been your long-standing interest in the field of science? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so kind of as long as I can remember, I've been very interested in knowing how things work. Um, and and I think for me, that ended up really kind of manifesting in, in middle school when I started going off to summer camps. And um, it was a science-specific summer camp. And I really wanted to know, like, you know, you know, what, what is, what is, what is neuroscience? How, how is science done in in the brain and the spinal cord in the nerves around the body how does that work and you know from a very young age I was very interested in in these questions and that's kind of followed me obviously to this point and so I would say my long my long-standing interests are for the most part really in neuroscience and you know how do neurons actually function how do they you know, find their correct synaptic partners. Like, how do they make yep. their connections? Um, how are they injured in different disease states? So for me, mm-hmm. um, I, I, you know, I grew up kind of with a number of neurological diseases in my proximity with, with, with different family members having those things. And I wanted to know kind of how that works. And, you know, as I got older and studied in these classes, I really started to realize that for the most part, we don't really have a super great handle on the 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 origin of a lot of these diseases and yeah, so that's yeah, kind yeah. of my yeah so that's kind of my interest just broadly is understanding you know how these disease processes work and then eventually um i'd like to kind of help a treatment you know contribute to, yeah exactly contribute to treatments yeah yeah that's good so the words they use you can correct me if I'm wrong because you're the MDPhD student, I'm the PharmD student. So the way they use it in terms of origin is etiology, correct? And then mm-hmm. in terms of unknown etiology is idiopathic. So yeah, I did my, yep. my master's thesis on cardiolipin and its role in neurodegenerative diseases. Um, so okay. I'll be happy to discuss that as we progress throughout this. Uh, yeah. So how do you maintain view of the bigger picture in your career and in your life in general? How do you keep perspective when you encounter challenges? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that, and that can be, that can be very difficult. And, and it was something that was really difficult for me, especially as I, um, you know, entered the final, final stages of, of, of undergrad. And then also, uh, during my first year of medical school, it was really difficult for me to kind of see that big picture because I was uh-huh. so bogged down with classes and like, you know, learning various processes, like where do T cells come from? Like that sort of oh, thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, immunology and is so very, for, very, 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 very vast. Yeah. Right. Right. And, yeah. and, and so for me, it got, I, it was, it was so difficult, you know, to just, to, 
to look up and, and look around me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to have a really great family that, you know, even when I was having a very difficult time, just kind of reaching out to them um, and, and just taking time away from my studies to, to call them, they would be reaching out to me. And I think that, you know, th- those are, that's, that's one like critical way that I really kind of helped, you know, maintain that bigger view because they're, they're my why, right? Like they're, they're why I do what I do, why uh-huh. fundamentally uh-huh. I'm interested in these diseases. And so for me, you know, reaching out to family, talking to them whenever, especially whenever I'm going through something difficult, that's uh-huh. sort of how I kind of maintain that kind of bigger picture, um, that bigger picture uh, view. Yeah, so, so relationships. I completely agree with that because I yeah. think I would even venture to say that reaching out to family members and friends and close relatives is a part of self-care. And I think self-care mm-hmm. is very important because no one else is going to care for you per se. You have to care for you absolutely and as best as you know how. So absolutely, how have you been adaptive and creative in the field of science? Um, you talk about your passion for neurology. So what particular diseases strike your interest? Are you uh, along the path of neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, Parkinson's, ALS, all those others, or MS, or are you along the path? And um, what I mean by that is there are a lot of basic cellular processes that mm-hmm. go awry due to factors that, for the most part, we don't really understand very well. And I'm interested in understanding those factors in all these different diseases, whether that be Parkinson disease, uh, yeah. Huntington disease, which uh-huh. which has a genetic component, right? Uh, multiple sclerosis, yeah. right? All all of these things, and and so I think, you know, generally I'm I'm very interested in all of these kind of neurodegenerative diseases, but I'm also okay. interested. Yeah, I'm also very interested in in uh, concussion. So I think you mentioned okay, okay. that I, I think you mentioned that I have a role on the NCAA Board of Governors, which is uh-huh. one of the, if not the highest governing body in the association. And I, I've been trying to figure out ways, you know, to kind of synergize my my love for sport with, you know, my, my passion for research. And I've been thinking a lot about, you know, how to do that in the, on the medical side and on the research side. And one thing that is huge in sports right now especially is concussion and traumatic brain injury uh-huh. and it turns out it turns out that that intersects very nicely with uh what i study uh which are intermediate filaments in neurons and sort of how mm-hmm. those processes might be affected and uh contribute to pathologies following a traumatic brain injury uh or could contribute to recovery following traumatic brain injury so that that's sort of that's sort of uh, my my kind of broad interest in 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 the field of neuroscience and neurology, um, and I also think that kind of helps me to stay um, really adaptive and and also creative. Is really just looking at the different areas of my life and seeing uh-huh. where I can find common ground uh, to help kind of synergize um, in those areas and help kind of push push the field forward wherever um, wherever I can. Yeah. Wow, this, yeah, this is all, I feel like I'm being inspired as I talk to you. This is good. Um, so <laughs> what you. have been your most effective, effective and impactful ideas to date? Where ideas would you say you've contributed to or you have helped to create or start? What would you say, uh, what would you say is uh, one idea or some ideas that you think have been effective and impactful? 
or that you've been told mm-hmm. about, even when it comes to your learning in medical school? Yeah, I think um, you know, one 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 thing, and 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 I don't know that this might be kind of a tangential answer to the question because I wouldn't necessarily say that I've had a really hugely impactful idea yet okay. um, in science. But, uh, you know, one thing that, you know, I always like hearing from my classmates in med school and in, in different research classes is that I ask uh, kind of good questions or questions that make people think about stuff. Um, okay. And, and I really, I do appreciate that. I appreciate hearing that because I think, I think it's important that you know that we all think about sort of the 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 why underlying a lot of the information that we learn if that makes sense uh-huh, um, uh-huh. kind of kind of questioning uh all of the things all of the things that we hear about and 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 that we learn in a classroom on a slide um i i think i think it's just important to kind of sit back and and and, and ask those questions and so that's kind of I would say that that's one way that I've been kind of impactful or have had kind of impactful ideas just by asking questions. Um, but I, you know, obviously I'm very early on in my career so am and I. so I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that I've had a, <laughs> a, a crazy impactful idea, although I'm chasing down kind of some leads right now, uh, as far as my research goes, that could be impactful, uh, if it works out, but obviously it's way too early to know. So. Yeah, and I was encouraged. I don't know what the project is on. Um, so what's your project on? What's your project on? Yeah, yeah. So currently, uh, I study intermediate filaments and neurons. And uh-huh. intermediate filaments are named that way because they fall in size between actin or microfilaments and uh-huh. microtubules, which are kind of the larger filaments that that everybody uh, really seems to care about. And okay, okay. the interesting, the interesting property that sets intermediate filaments apart from actin and microtubules is that uh-huh. they have, uh, you know, a plethora of, of genes dedicated to their um, their formation. And 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 owing to these these various genes, there are multiple isoforms that really each cell will express. Multiple isoforms, multiple different versions. Of uh-huh. these proteins that different cells will express, and we don't exactly know why, um, but we do know that they that they do do something, and, and and so that's kind of where my project falls, and it's figuring out of the of the intermediate filament proteins that are expressed in neurons, you know which ones are present when during development of the neuron, and also what are they doing, and obviously that's a huge huge question, uh, but that's what I'm trying to answer. Uh, through my work currently. Wow, that's, that's very interesting, dude. The power of differentiation, right? Eh? Power of cell differentiation. Yeah, that's yeah. How different cells have different responsibilities, so the proteins function in different ways, even if they may come from the same gene, or they may be power out of it. So, right. um, what, how do you find the right environment for you as far as scientifically and intellectually? You are a very outgoing young person, and I thought it was very uh, commendable to see the progress that you're making. So how do you find the right thank environment you. for yourself? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I think, so to kind of rewind, I my, my very first experience in research was in uh, um, the, let's see, Weinschenker Lab at Emory University uh, oh, okay. in 2015. 2015, okay. 2015 at Emory. 
and I was a high school student doing summer research and it was it was amazing um but I had a really great I had a really really great mentor um and I think that that made all the difference for me you know like he he really fostered a very um uh just a great environment that was that was very supportive um allowed me to fail um but Mm -hmm. but you know forced me forced yeah exactly fell forward take lessons from the failures that I made and so kind of you know starting with that experience moving forward the various different labs that I joined I tried to look for you know where were there solid mentors who would allow me to as you said fail forward um and and, and ultimately you know be successful in, in, in studying what I want to study and, and, mm-hmm. and learning how to do good science because that's the stage that I'm at right now, right? Is learning how to do good science. Yeah, dude, and I yeah, and, and, and so for me, uh, you know, I was a little fortunate because owing to some of my kind of undergrad, basically owing to my schedule, I had to, you know, do summer kind of internships away from my university um, oh. and have sort of shorter research experiences uh-huh. and because of that I got to like I got to <laughs> I got to experience so many different lab cultures and so you know from each of those experiences I just grabbed the uh, little parts that I liked and mm-hmm. I carried that with me and looked for a lab that had something like that and I've been very blessed to end up in a lab uh, the Winkler lab here at the University of Virginia that is just incredibly supportive has fantastic people um, and, you know, ultimately allows me to thrive um, wow, in, in many different ways. Yeah, I don't have to really listen to this because I feel like I'm being motivated to continue with what I'm doing. So, yeah, dude, this is good. So, how do you maintain mm-hmm. a balanced life given all your responsibilities and accomplishments? A uh, better way to put this would be how do you maintain work-life integration? You have a lot of responsibilities on your plate. I think it's commendable mm-hmm. that you're doing them well. But how do you maintain you. work-life integration? Yeah, I think that's a that's a tough one. You know, I, I feel like I feel like I have ebbs and flows where I feel very, very balanced. And then there are other times where I feel like I have no balance at all and I have like no yeah. control over my schedule. And it can oh, be man. tough. I think, oh. you know, I, I think I think it's very much I think a huge kind of piece when things are working for me is that I feel like I have control over my time as far as when I am doing something, I don't allow myself to get interrupted by my various other responsibilities, right? I, I'm putting all of my attention into that one thing until it's done. And then I'm shifting my priority to something else. And I'm doing that task. And then I'm and then I'm and then I'm done. And then, you know, of course, you know, the biggest thing is really just making sure that you're giving yourself enough rest, right? I think that uh-huh. that's key for for balance, whether that's sleep or just generally taking breaks and time off to do things that uh, kind of energize you and, and feed you. So I think, you know, when things are working for me, that's, that's, uh, those are kind of the keys. But, you know, I think, I think I'd be lying to you if I said that I feel like I have a super balanced life. Okay, Isaiah. So I, what has been some of the most beneficial advice you have received? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think kind of going back to something I alluded to earlier, you know, I, I always wondered, you know, how people were so good at multitasking because uh-huh. I would always struggle. I would always struggle with that. And, you know, one thing that one of my mentors told me was that 
you know, people don't really, people who are good at multitasking aren't necessarily multitasking, right? They've just gotten very、mm-hmm. good at shifting priorities. And okay, okay. Okay. That was huge for me because it, you know, that's why I stopped trying to do everything at the same time and why I decided, you know, I really need to be mentally present for this one task and then I'll be, take a break, then I'll be mentally present for this next task and、mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And I think, I think that that's a huge piece of advice、um, that, that I found very beneficial.、Um, and then another piece of advice I got was actually, you know, Back, in, back when I was an undergrad, I was at an NCAA meeting. I was at a conference and I was talking with、um, I was talking with someone. I don't remember exactly what his role was, but、okay. I think he might have been, been an athletic director. Don't, I don't remember exactly, but I remember talking to him and he was doing all these different things around the association, had all these different roles. And I was so impressed. And I just remember, you know, I remember telling him kind of the situation I was in. Where I wanted to do,、uh, you know, more with the association, but I was kind of unsure of whether that was allowed, or I was not really sure of, you know, as far as my class schedule, like just forward. Whenever I felt kind of anxiety about an opportunity, opportunity that was coming up, I would just, I would just say yes, and I would, and I would, I would do it. And you know, obviously, you need to take care of your mental and your physical health, and if. This is going to interfere with those things, then then don't do them. But if you're、uh-huh. ever worried about whether you can handle a task, I think you should just jump in, and you shouldn't be afraid to kind of take that step because the odds are very very high that you know you'll be successful in whatever you do, or or at least you'll learn something from that experience.、Oh, and、yeah. that that was kind of that was kind of a huge thing for me, you know, just just saying yes to things, to more things,、uh-huh. accepting more responsibility as they come up. I think、uh-huh. I think that that's kind of I think that's huge. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Isaiah. Because this is the thing, you know. Of course, like you said, you want to put caveats on this, and that you make sure you manage yourself, your wellness, your mental health,、mm-hmm. your academic potential and progress. You want to make sure you manage all those factors. But it's very important for you to like not get caught up in the paralysis of analysis or get caught up in your fear of the what if. To the point where、right. you don't act and take on responsibilities and opportunities that could really serve your benefit. So, case in point,、um, like even the podcast, like starting a podcast, there's so many questions that moon in your mind.、Uh, do I want to do this? Do I have the time to do this?、Um, will、mm-hmm. I be able to get guests?、Uh, there are lots of doubts and questions and things that you are concerned or curious about that moon in your mind. But you know, at one point, you have to step out, do it. And it becomes an act of faith and an act of hope in that you are pursuing this so that you are able to help people. But yeah, this、right. is very, very important. It's very important for you to act and not just get caught in the what if or the potential, yeah, things that can happen. So、um, as we conclude,、um, what advice would you give to someone who says, who looks at Isaiah and says, or they, they are almost lost for words? And what you're doing, and you can keep lots of fun. Then to double and go and double and keep recognizing. What would you say to someone who looks at your heart and you're actually so fine and says, "Yeah, I want to、uh, be like you.、Uh, I want to do you what know, you're doing." But、uh-huh. it is very rewarding, and you know, I, I I definitely think it's worth it for me. You know, I, you know, just the way that I look at, you know, these degrees is I, I see an MD as allowing me to use the current tools. Available, 
like the, the best possible tools available right now to treat and to heal people. And I view a PhD as, you know, being involved in the creation of knowledge and, and the development of tools for the future that can be used mm-hmm. to, to treat disease and to help people. And yeah. I would say that anybody that is interested in both of those phases, um, you know, look into an MD PhD um, and, and, and consider, consider pursuing it. You know, I think, I, you know, I think it's worth it. I think um, for the people who are already know that they, that they want to enter the field, I think, you know, demonstrating a, and this is free game for, for application season, but demonstrating a commitment to, to research is huge. Uh, demonstrating, uh, you know, a passion for, for answering questions that, that people might not have even thought of yet, or, you know, questions that are, that, that seem super kind of far reaching. I, I think, I think that that's kind of a, a critical thing. Um, but you know, I, you know, I would say jump in with confidence, like, mm-hmm. you know, after all, like it's, it's such a, it, it's a, it's a, it, it's a path that can grind you down. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, or mm-hmm. if you don't, I would advise that you, you develop that system and, and feed and nurture that system. But, you know, having those support systems are really going to help you to thrive, um, when you're dealing with the adversities of medical school and, and of kind of grad school. Um, yeah, that, that's, I think that's generally the advice uh, that I would give. And I'll also just say good luck. Okay. Yeah, dude. But anyway, Isaiah, thank you so much for joining me today. It is so good. And it was so good to have you on as a guest. You are very important, especially to us here at the New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant. Vous êtes très important, surtout pour nous ici au New Chemist Podcasting Group. Votre écoute est significative. Usted es muy importante, especialmente para nosotros aquí en The Nuche Mist Podcasting Group. Usted escuchando, es significativo. Você é muito importante, especialmente para nós do The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Você ouvindo, é significativo. Είστε πολύ σημαντικοί, ειδικά για εμάς εδώ στο The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Το να ακούς είναι σημαντικό. Sie sind sehr wichtig, besonders für uns hier bei The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Es ist wichtig, dass du zuhörst.
Je bent erg belangrijk, vooral voor ons hier bij Vinyl Chemist Podcasting Group. Dat je meeluistert, is veelbetekenend. You are very important, especially to us here at the New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Bienvenidos al podcast del nuevo químico. Carlos Irza, testo podcast to New Chemist. Welkom bij de podcast van Vinyl Chemist. Bienvenue sur le podcast du Nouveau Chimiste. Bem-vindo ao podcast do Novo Químico. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Work hard. Be value-driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Travaillez dur. Soyez axé sur la valeur. Tu peux le faire. Vous pouvez grandir et l'apprendre. Vous pouvez être la différence dont vous et votre communauté avez besoin. N'abandonnez pas. Nous sommes ici pour vous encourager et vous encourager. N'abandonnez pas. Trabalhar duro. Seja orientado por valores. Você consegue. Você pode crescer e aprender. Você pode ser a diferença que você e sua comunidade precisam. Não desista. Estamos aqui torcendo e torcendo por você. Não desista. Dúlepse esclirá. Na odigite estinaxia. Boris na tocanis. Μπορείτε να μεγαλώσετε και να το μάθετε. Μπορείτε να είστε η διαφορά που χρειάζεστε εσείς και η κοινότητά σας. Μην τα παρατάς. Είμαστε εδώ για να σας ζητοκραυγάσουμε. Μην τα παρατάς. Τραβάχα δούρο. Σέα impulsado por el valor. Puedes hacerlo. Puedes crecer y aprenderlo. Usted puede ser la diferencia que usted y su comunidad necesitan. No te rindas, estamos aquí animándote y animándote. No te rindas. 
Werk hard. Wees waardegedreven. Je kunt het. Je kunt groeien en leren. U kunt het verschil zijn dat u en uw gemeenschap nodig hebben. Geef niet op. We zijn hier om voor je te roten en te juichen. Geef niet op. Work hard. Be value driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up. Thanks for listening. We're glad you were able to tune into this podcast. Once again, this is the new chemist where we discuss chemistry, which simply put is the science of change, as well as the other sciences, careers, community, research, and COVID-19. Thanks again for listening. Note, the views on this podcast represent those of my guests and I. Thank you.